This is HPR episode 2491 entitled, Some News with Phoenix. It is hosted by Phoenix and is about 18 minutes long, and carries an explicit flag. The summary is, just a short little podcast on some recent-ish security-related news stories. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hello and welcome HPR listeners. This is a voice from the past Phoenix and I thank you for joining me today. Yes, I know it's uh, it's been a while, but you know how things are. So uh, I thought I'd pop back and produce a few shows for the feed and see if there are any old voices or ears about that, uh, that I used to podcast along with. But uh, anyway, this episode is going to be a quick look over, uh, over a few news stories from security that... Uh, that I found personally interesting. Uh, really shouldn't take too long to listen to. It should be tagged not safe for work, but uh, if it isn't, be warned, it probably won't be safe for work. Um, so yeah, I'm going to cover three stories. So firstly, I'm going to talk about Cloudflare's, I mean, CloudStrike and SciHub. So um, this story comes from TorrentFreak, uh, torrentfreak.com. Uh, and it's uh, a quick discussion about uh, Cloudflare has terminated service to several domain names of SciHub, which is often referred to as the Pirate Bay of Science. The content delivery network provider was compelled to take this action in response to a permanent injunction the American Chemistry Society obtained later last year. While Cloudflare previously objected to similar requests, there is no sign uh, of protest from them this time. So a quick synopsis of what the story really is, is if we remember back to uh, back in the day, um, the Aaron, Aaron, uh, Aaron Schwartz, or sorry, the late great Aaron Schwartz, uh, was arrested for um, basically downloading a number of papers that are stored behind... Um, these uh, academic white paper uh, distribute. Anyone who's been in academia will know that your white paper ends up in some paywall thing that only academia can afford the license for, and thus your research is ever uh, only available to the academia world. And ethically, there's some issues here. Um, that firstly, this all of this uh, content was funded by public funds anyway. Um, and secondly, it really shouldn't be third-party companies profiteering of public works. But um, that aside, uh, 
Um, there is a website called Sci-Hub, which my presumption is is born out of uh, out of what happened to the late great Aaron Schwartz, um, who was arrested a number of years ago uh, for doing something similar. He uh, he downloaded as many of the papers that he could uh, with the aim of uh, putting them online. He was arrested and treated as though he was some black ha- hacker taking down the internet. Uh, and basically, in the end, he killed himself um, after huge amounts of uh, legal BS. Um, I mean, basically, he was guilty of, t- uh, of checking too many library books out of the library, um, you know. But anyway, um, it seems that the American chemic- uh, Chemical Society uh, is unaware of the Barbara Streisand effect. So um, if they didn't want people to know about uh, Sci-Hub or go and visit Sci-Hub, um, the worst thing that you could possibly do is actually try and sue someone over it, and especially not uh, content providers. However, this is an interesting story because um, it is almost like nobody learned any lessons from Pirate Bay. Uh, and while... Um, it's going to cause a little bit of problems for Sci-Hub in a short period of time. It isn't likely to cause any problems whatsoever at all going forward. So, yay, free publicity to make sure that uh, uh, academic papers are available for everyone, uh, but not through uh, clown flares, I mean cloud strike. So uh, there's that story. Uh, and also, the next story I've got is uh, just a little bit about Meltdown and Spectre. Um, uh, interesting story, Meltdown Inspector. Basically, Intel CPUs and AMD CPUs are completely and utterly fucked, for lack of a better term. Uh, I'm not going to go to the ins and outs of what the uh, the exploit is. But, uh, so this story comes from Boing Boing, and it basically talks about uh, 139 pieces of seemingly non-functional malware that exploits Spectre or Meltdown are now circulating in the wild. This week, AV test sensors a sample of circulating malware that attempted to exploit the Meltdown or Spectre bug hits 139, up from 77 on January the 17th. The AV test CEO, Andreas Marx, not to be uh, not related to Karl Marx, I presume, uh, says that the different strains of malware mostly contained recompiled versions of the same proof of concept code released with the initial report on the bug. Um, it doesn't appear that any of the exploits work yet, but it's clear that malware authors are working actively to exploit Meltdown and Spectre. And in other news, water is wet, and also we've heard that fire is hot. Um, yeah, this is an interesting story for a whole host of reasons. Um, so they found 139 samples floating around the, the web, uh, around the web that trying to exploit uh, uh, Meltdown and Spectre. Um, yay, uh, my guess is, is there's probably a lot more floating around that are functional, um, that are just not being uploaded to uh, a virus total or any of all these other websites. Um, uh, really... Meltdown of Spectre is quite annoying to me as a, an individual uh, because I actually feel that while uh, they've guised Meltdown of Spectre under what's called responsible disclosure, uh, what it really meant was um, 
they were able to give commercial advantages to certain companies. So um, while Google got to protect itself and its cloud services uh, and all their friends got to do the same, they didn't tell people like DigitalOcean. So while like Azure was protected, um, other organizations spent a long time trying to catch up. Also, my understanding in this as well is that Google themselves broke the embargo on uh, on responsible disclosure with the Intel bug, uh, which caught everyone off guard. But on top of this, we also later found out that Intel um, had spoken to Chinese manufacturers about the bug while it was under quote-unquote embargo, uh, but didn't notify a number of governments to such uh, security issues as well. And Meltdown Inspector is an incredibly uh, dangerous exploit. Um, uh, so it's really interesting in a lot of different ways. I mean, I've always been very much against responsible disclosure, mostly because the people that do responsible disclosure aren't actually responsible. They're just trying to ensure that their product is safer than uh, their competitors. Uh, and this is just another example for me of this going on. Um, so it's an interesting story because I find it incredibly hard to believe that uh, that there is no working exploit worm code out there. Um, and uh, they, the article doesn't say that, but, uh, you know, if anybody is, you know, log monitoring and seams and so on and so forth, you'll probably see a sharp increase of automated scanning going on at the moment. Uh, a lot more than usual. I mean, there's always a lot, but a, a lot more than usual. Um, so that's an interesting story. Um, so make sure to be wary of uh, websites. That, if I remember correctly as well, there should be a number of uh, updates that you should definitely be updating anyway, but uh, specifically in this case, you should be updating too. Um, I, uh, last time I checked, uh, my understanding was that only Windows 10 was going to be uh, patched to Meltdown and, and Spectre. Uh, of course, I don't know if that's true or not now. I mean, it was the case at the time. Uh, I understand that most Linux uh, distributions have been updated now to protect them against Spectre. This is likely to see a degradation in the performance of your laptop, uh, your desktop, your server. Uh, it's going to make things a little bit slower. But it, it, trust me, it's incredibly worth updating uh, without doubt. So the next uh, docket, the next story on the docket <clears throat> is uh, actually about Equifax. Uh, and, a, a, and a subject matter that's very close to my heart, which is third-party data breaches. So um, long story short, Equifax and there's no bloody justice in the world. And this is a story that came from Reuters.com. And uh, basically, uh, I'll read you the quick synopsis of the story. Um, and uh, anyone who remembers me from the past will know that I have previews for absolutely destroying people's surnames. Um, so let's start as we mean to go on. But... Mick Mulvaney, head of the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau, has pulled back from a full-scale probe of how Equifax Incorporated failed to protect the personal data of millions of consumers, according to people familiar with the matter. Equifax said in September that hackers stole personal data it had collected on some 143 million American citizens. Richard Corday, then the CFP director, authorized an investigation uh, that month, 
said that former officials familiar with that probe, uh, with that probe um, uh, had looked into it. But Corday resigned in November and was replaced by Bon Veni, uh, who was the pre- President Trump's uh, budget chief. Uh, if that doesn't fill you with confidence, I don't know what will. Uh, the CFPB, which is the Credit Finance Protection Bureau, uh, effort against Equifax has spluttered since then. Uh, said several government and industry inside sources, which is code for um, yay gossip, um, raising the question about how Mulvaney, uh, with the police and data warehousing industry that has enormous sway over how consumers pay to borrow money. Um, I mean, long story short, Equifax is a credit ratings agency. They collect a huge amount of data on individuals. Um, if you are getting credit in the U.S. and a number of other places in the world, I may add, my, my understanding is the Equifax breach affects, for example, 25 million citizens in the U.K. Um, however, this company was compromised. Um, and their whole incident response to this is absolutely shocking so they hold data on people's credit card history on purchases on a whole host of things they were compromised it took them uh, my memory serves me between three to six months to notify uh people that this big warehouse of data this big data tracking technology that we have on a 145 american uh, 143 million american citizens has been stolen by hackers unknown um it took them like i say a couple of months to notify anyone in accordance to this uh on top of this what was also incredibly interesting was the ceo of equifax who has now resigned uh, also sold shares in Equifax once he found out about the breach. Uh, well, yeah, he actually did that. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Um, but what's doubly, doubly horrid about this uh, whole fiasco is that Equifax really, really treated the data that they collected with little to no respect. So... Call me old-fashioned, but you can't call it an advanced attack technique when the reason that you were compromised is that you were two versions behind uh, on your updates for your Apache Strauss servers, uh, Stratus servers, um, knowing that there had been two critical vulnerabilities in that time. So, you know, uh, obviously they had little regard um, my understanding was is they also tried to blame the one person who was responsible for updating their real estate for this problem, uh, when clearly uh, it was a, uh, 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 when you're holding that type of data, you, you might want to invest. So now my understanding was the whole of the Equifax board had to leave as a result of all of this. Um, now, look, this data, as far as I understand, is not, on the open market just yet and this isn't to say that it's not on the the dark web um but i haven't seen anything such as this and i do uh, work with third-party data breaches all the time um but when this comes out this is going to be incredibly brutal and uh, this is really a case of capitalism gone mad too because uh, Equifax's answer to this is now they wanted to sell products that would protect you against identity theft 
which is hugely ironic that the company that made you more riskier towards identity theft is going to you know sell you a product that will um that will protect you against identity theft, which is uh, absolutely crazy. And I, I have no doubt that there'll be more on this story uh, going forward. But like I say, it, it is critically important that Equifax, at the very least, are investigated so that the tales of this story can at least we can benefit from. Because if we're all about to get screwed by something like this, it is important that we have the, the tales to tell uh, our, our, our defenders so that we know where mistakes were made and how we can make sure that things like this don't happen again so um, yeah I'm going to wrap up on this story um, but yeah they're, they're the three stories that uh, I talked to you today about so just to recap I quickly spoke to you about uh, Sci-Hub I also spoke to you about Down and Spectre and I also spoke to you about Equifax Um but yeah, I would uh, wrap the show up. I'd like to thank you again for all joining me. If you have any questions or feedback or anything like that, uh, as Lance Torvald said, please feel, feel free to email me. I'll feel free to ignore it. But you can get me at uh, podcast at phoenix.co.uk. And phoenix is F-I-N-U-K. Uh, and until the next episode, I... Uh, I shall speak. I wish you all a, a, a good day. Cheers now. Bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. Thank you.